0: Hello,
1: my name is Dwayne Spearman, and I am the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Let's go and open up our Bibles today to Matthew chapter number 10. Matthew chapter number 10. Uh, Today is Tuesday, June the 12th. Hope that you are doing well. Uh, We're going to go ahead and read uh, a couple of verses here, and then we're going to open up in a word of prayer. Matthew chapter number 10. And just for review, we're going to read verses 1 through 4. And when he had called unto them his 12 disciples, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now the names of the 12 apostles were these. The first, Simon, who is called Peter, Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the publican, James, the son of Alphaeus and Labius, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanite and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. Heavenly Father, we do come before you this morning, ask that you bless the reading of your word. Open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts to understand the things that you have for us today. Lord, you know the unique situations that are represented in each of our lives. Ask, Father, that you would uh, do according to your riches and glory and your perfect will in each situation in Jesus name. Amen. Last time we were together, we were we saw the selection of the 12. The word apostle means one who has been sent forth. And like I shared with you, I believe in the apostles, but I don't believe there are any B apostles. Um, no one meets the qualification uh, for apostle today. Though the office of apostle is not open, so certainly the function of an apostle is open in the church planter and also the 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 missionary. Uh, We also looked at the fivefold the the ministry gifts as found in Ephesians uh, chapter. Number 11, where it talks about how the Lord gave some to be apostles, some to be a prophet, some to be evangelists and pastors and teachers. Um, I believe only the offices of evangelist, pastor and teacher are open today. The office of apostle and prophet is closed. Uh, again, I mean, this gift of prophecy certainly is still there, but there really is no need for a prophet. The word of God, the canon of scripture has been Sealed. Uh, men of God and women of God can prophesy today, but again, the offices of apostle and prophet, I believe, are closed t- today. And then in verse number five, <clears throat> these twelve sent forth, Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles or into any city of the Samaritans, enter ye not. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now notice that their initial ministry, these apostles, was to the house of Israel. Why? Because it was the gospel of the kingdom that was being preached. Now, many will say that at Pentecost... Uh, these same 12 apostles were baptized by the Holy spirit for a new purpose to preach salvation, both to the Jew and the Gentile. Now, many would disagree with that. Um, I, that's an area of scripture that I'm, I'm still really digging into really studying upon my own. Uh, there's no doubt that the original 12 apostles came preaching the gospel, of the kingdom and understand today we do not preach the gospel, of the kingdom, the kingdom was rejected, at the crucifixion of christ um and one day once now you and i are living in the gospel of uh, the, the dispensation of grace uh, the age of the church, which came in after the gospel, of the kingdom was rejected. In other words, when Jesus came the first time he did legitimately offer to set upon the throne of his father, David f- fulfill the Davidic and the Abrahamic covenants, uh, and usher in the kingdom, but it was rejected. He is the Messiah was rejected. Thus that gospel, of the kingdom ceased to be preached. The church was born. But the gospel of the kingdom will be preached again once the church is removed, uh, which I believe will be in the rapture of the church. And at that point, the gospel of the kingdom will be preached again and the kingdom will be ushered in with the second coming of Jesus Christ. So many will say there's a little bit of disagreement in regards to that. Uh, Some will say, no, the original 12 apostles never preached nothing other than The gospel of the kingdom. It was the Apostle Paul, who was the Apostle to the Gentiles, that began to preach salvation to both the Jew and the Gentile. Um, This, this, there's a, There's a there's a there's a belief that, you know, I'm a dispensationalist, which means I believe that God God never changes. But the way God has dealt with man has changed from time to time. The age of innocence in the garden versus the age of conscience after they were thrown out of the garden like that. That's called dispensationalism. God doesn't change, but the way God deals with man has changed. And it certainly has changed. You and I live in the age of grace. Um, We don't have to take animal sacrifices to the temple and cut their throats and let them out um, like they did in the Old Testament, like they will do uh, during uh, the the millennial reign of Christ. Again, you and I are living in the age or the dispensation of grace. But there are some that are called mid-acts dispensationalists, and they believe that um it's just their belief system is much more laid out. Um, you know, the original twelve apostles preached the gospel of the kingdom all the way through Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and most of the book of Acts. Okay, and at that point Paul was chosen. He was the apostle to the Gentiles, and the way they would see it is that um Paul's epistles, the Pauline epistles, are for the church exclusively. They're for the church. So the way they would see it would be Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Most a small portion of Acts is the gospel of the kingdom by the original 12 apostles that the remainder of Acts after Paul was called and all of the Pauline epistles were for the church and that Hebrews is a transitional book and all of Hebrews through the end of the book of the revelation, again, written by those 12 apostles is to The the children are the house of Israel, um, you know, after the church is gone. Uh, Study that on your own. I don't have time to get into all that today, but suffice it to say that the apostles were sent out to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and they were preaching the gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel of grace which came about after the rejection of the King and of the kingdom. Now notice their method. Look in verse eight, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils freely. You have received freely you give. They were given what are referred to as sign gifts and powers, which served as their credentials it proved that they were ones who were sent forth. It proved that they were indeed apostles. For example, the casting of the shadow of Peter in Acts chapter five, verses 15 and 16, where if his shadow only but touched someone, they were healed. Um, another example would be Paul's handkerchief in Acts 19, 11 through 12. If anyone touched it, uh, they were healed. Uh, they were commanded to preach the gospel of the kingdom and their method was to heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out the devils freely you've received freely give and they used these sign gifts now those of you who study scripture <clears throat> um, and do embrace mid acts dispensationalism as it's called some refer to them as hyper dispensationalists though I I think hyper dispensationalists are are much more extreme. Um, They, these people would say, that's why the sign gifts, uh, which is tongues and knowledge and prophecy, have ceased because there are no more apostles preaching and using these gifts anymore because the gospel of the kingdom was rejected. They went away once the gospel of the kingdom was rejected and they'll come back again once the gospel of the kingdom is being preached again uh, we call those people those folks cessationists which believe they believe that sign gifts have ceased they've stopped as a rejection as a result of the rejection of the kingdom of course those who don't embrace that would be called continualist and that they believe that no they don't see it the way a midpoint mid acts dispensationalist would but they see um it's just one continuous flow and that we still have all the sign gifts today. And of course, if you're from a Pentecostal background, then obviously you're not a cessationist. You would have to be a a, a continualist in that vein. And then notice in verse number nine, again, I'm just wetting your appetite. I encourage you to go study. If you need resources to do that, I reach out to me. I'll certainly point you in the right direction. Uh, there is a lot of... Um, of good stuff, uh, to be learned, uh, from that point of view. I think that a lot of the mistakes that I hear pre from preaching today, uh, from teachers today is a misunderstanding of the gospel of the kingdom, who it was preached to, uh, for example, Jewish Messiah, Jewish people, gospel, of the kingdom to the house of Israel exclusively. So to pull something out of the gospels, and apply it to the church again, you know, you might be able to make application, but Jesus was not speaking to the church. There was no church. The church was not born until Pentecost. Okay. There, there was no church, um, and some would contend not even at Pentecost. It's it's beyond that, but be that as it may, the bottom line is you must interpret the text before you can make application and most preaching and teaching today is purely applicational with no interpretation and that my friend i believe is dangerous kind of preaching because you can make the bible say anything you want it to say Uh, a text out of context is a pretext so notice their ministry of faith these twelve apostles who are sent out to the house of Israel with these wonderful sign gifts. And then notice, they are to provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in their purses, neither scrip for their journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves, for the workman is worthy of his meat. Theirs was to be a ministry of faith. Uh, now, for someone to take that verse and apply it to today, I mean, you can do application, but that is not what he's talking about. He's talking about the original 12 apostles. Their ministry was to be a ministry of faith. They had to go out completely trusting in the Lord to provide for their every need. And of course, we do the same thing. There is applicational to us. In other words, it was not written to us, but it was written for us. I hope that makes sense. It wasn't until later that the Apostle Paul declared that the pastor should live of the gospel. In first Timothy five, seventeen, let the elders that rule be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and in doctrine. For the scripture saith, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. That is written by Paul, the Apostle of the Gentiles, to the New Testament church i'm amazed how many people on that note will pay a plumber to fix their pipes they'll pay a mechanic to fix their car they'll pay a doctor to fix their cold they'll pay a dentist to fix their teeth but they will pay nothing they will give nothing to the church to the pastor to fix their lostness and their carnality we are to support the ministry uh, of God. We are to support financially with our time, our talents and, and our treasures those ministries that are feeding into our lives. Um, I'm afraid too many churches are not doing the right thing when it comes to their pastors. Uh, listen what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9. Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? See, he meets all the qualifications of an apostle. Are not ye my work in the Lord? And I mean, you come into the, you, you were born miraculously born again as the result of my ministry. If I, Be not an apostle unto others, and Paul did spend a lot of time defending his apostleship because he was an apostle born out of due season, as he said, but he was indeed an apostle, and he did meet the qualifications to be an apostle. Yet doubtless I am with you, for the seal of mine apostleship are ye in the Lord. Uh, Mine answer to them that do examine me is this, have we not power to eat and drink? Have we not power to lead about a sister? a wife, as well as the other apostles, and as the brethren of the Lord and Cephas, Peter. Or I only and Barnabas have not we power to forbear working, who goeth a warfare any time at his own charge, who plants a vineyard and eats not of the fruit thereof, or who feedeth a flock and eateth not the milk of the flock. Say I these things as a man, or saith not the law the same also for it is written in the law of moses thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treads out the corn doth god take care of the ox and of course he's referring to the himself the full-time laborer in the gospel of christ as an ox i tread out the corn so that you might eat or saith it all for our sakes for our sakes no doubt this is written that he that ploweth should plow in hope, and he that thresheth in hope should be partaker of this hope. If we have sown into you spiritual things... And again, back to the, the people in our lives, the, the full time ministry people that have sown spiritual things into our lives. Is it a great thing that we should reap your carnal things? In other words, that you feed physical monetary things back into our lives to sustain us is what he's saying. If others be partakers of this power over you are not, we rather even more so. Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but suffer all things, lest we should hinder the gospel of Christ. So theirs was to be a ministry of faith. Neither provide gold or silver or brass for your purses or script for your journey, nor coats or shoes or stays for the workman is worthy of his meat. God bless you guys. Hope that you have a great day. Remember that God loves you, wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.